Has anyone ever been in that situation before? Anyone ever got stuck in the mud? Show of hands, there's no shame here, stuck in the mud. Anyone ever, you know, face-planted like that guy there? Anyone, yeah, yeah? And anyone ever lost a shoe or maybe a welly? Yeah, there's a few shoes, yeah, yeah? Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> About losing a shoe, that's amazing. Well, we've all been in these kinds of sticky, muddy situations before. And perhaps you went down to Grandchester in the winter when it's been raining and it's just become really muddy and just got stuck. And I thought I'd try to show just how sticky mud is by going down to Grandchester and finding some mud. But unfortunately, the Grandchester cows were having none of that. They told me to moo away, apparently had major beef with me. And so I just went on my way and I thought I'll make my own mud instead. And I mentioned I study English, but that doesn't mean that English students can't do science. Actually, we, we, we can't do science, but it doesn't mean we can't search on Google. And Google tells me that you can make something quite like mud or quicksand called non-Newtonian fluid. Ask your parents about that when you get home. I haven't got time to explain. Um, but basically, so here, here's one I prepared earlier. Um, Fantastic. Um, I didn't have any time to um, do any food coloring, slash um, it gets a bit messy if you do food coloring. But here is my, my gloopy mud. And I've got actually a willing volunteer slash test subject today uh, who's going to come up. So Henry Ong, feel free to come up. Uh, let's give a round of applause to Henry. Um, feel free to take your mask off so we can see your facial expressions as uh, you test. Um, so, Henry, do me a favor, just um, kind of punch that a sec really hard. Oh, wow. That was amazing. Did that again. You see that? that how does that feel? Pretty solid. Pretty solid, like solid enough to stand on? Yeah. Yeah? yeah? Okay. Well, why don't you give a try of uh, just standing on? Maybe you can, you know, try and, you could even try and run on the mud. Oh, oh. Oh, it seems like he's, he, he's doing it. Okay, and, and just stop a sec. Oh, oh, he's, what, what's happened there, Henry? I'm a bit stuck. And this is what the psalm that we just read <laughs> says. It says that I was stuck in a slimy pit, stuck in the mud. Now, the person who wrote this song, who wrote this psalm, he didn't, he didn't fall into a literal muddy pit. He, didn't, he wasn't walking through Israel one day and just slips and fell into a pit. No, this is what we poets and English students call a metaphor. A metaphor is a picture that we use like falling in a slimy pit to describe something else. So what the writer of the song is basically saying is, I'm in a really sticky situation. Is it sticky? Yeah. Um, and we find ourselves in these kind of sticky situations. An example might be, you've lost something really precious, like your car keys, and you're stuck in the middle of a field somewhere and you can't find your car keys, and we're like, oh, we're a bit stuck here. Or maybe you've fallen out with a friend and you don't know how to make up with them, you don't know how to be friends with them again, and you're a bit stuck, like, how do I sort out this situation? That's what it means to be in a sticky situation. And the question is, what do we do when we're stuck in the mud. What do we do? I think our first way is we desperately, panically try to get out. So could you try to get out, Henry? 
Oh. What's happened here? I can't get out. You just uh, maybe try and move them sideways, no? Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that's quite disconcerting, isn't it? Uh, well, hopefully we'll be able to get you out later. If you could just wait there for a second. Um, so the first thing we try to do is we try to struggle and get out of this slimy pit on our own strength. And the psalmist talks about this in the psalm. He says, happy is the one who is not like the proud. The proud, what does it mean to be proud? Proud means trying to get out of a situation without God's help, relying on our own strength and our, on our own abilities to try to get out. And actually, instead of being proud, um, the psalmist says to trust in God. Trust in God. And what does trusting look like? Trusting looks like calling for help. So, I think calling for help, sometimes some of us are better at it than others. So kids, if you got locked in the bathroom, what would be the first thing you did? Imagine you went in the bathroom and then you're like, oh, I can't unlock the door. What do you do? Any ideas, Nathaniel? No? Anyone else? Yes. Whack down the door with a toilet brush. That's, <laughs> that, that might work. But say the toilet brush broke, what would you do then? Pick the lock. <laughs> These guys are smart. What if you had no way of picking the lock inside and the toilet brush is already broken? What's that? Or you could call for mum or dad. And I still do this today. I still call mum. I'm like, mum, I've run out of lentils and I need a good substitute for this meal. Can you help? And that is what the writer of this psalm does. He calls and God has said, help God. You know parents when someone walks into the room, one of your kids, and goes, mom. You know what's coming next. They're going to ask for something. They're asking for help. Yeah. And then the next, the next thing we need to do is a bit harder, and that is waiting patiently. Who's good at waiting patiently here? Any, any show of hands? A few liars in the room here today. Um, I think kids are, are probably, probably worse at this. Ever heard the phrase, are we nearly there yet? Yeah, in the car journey, are we nearly there yet? And that's what we need to do, is we need to wait patiently. Um, thank you so much, Henry, for waiting patiently as I've been doing this talk. Um, just stay there for a second while I continue to do the talk. And... Um, and so here's an example of a story when I was camping uh, where we had to wait patiently for something. So we're in the middle of this massive field in Sussex and it was typical glorious British rain and it made the ground really, really muddy. And my friends who were driving us lost their car keys in this massive field of mud. And so we spent a good half an hour just looking for these car keys, searching. We sent up a few panicked prayers like, God, help, help us, help us find these keys. Give us a word from the Lord. We need to find these keys. And after 30 minutes, nothing. We were searching all in our own strength to find these keys. And after half an hour, we said, you know what? Why don't we just sit down and pray and ask God to help and wait and see what happens? So we did that. We sat down. 
And we just started to sing a worship song, I think, and we started to pray, saying, God, would you help? We trust you that you can do this better than us. And I kid you not, within 60 seconds, someone across the field said, are these someone's car keys? And we found the car keys. I'm like, why didn't we do that first? That would have been much easier. You know, before we decided to wait patiently, there were no keys. And after we waited patiently, there were keys. Coincidence? I think not. So, wait patiently, and the Lord will hear your cry. Henry, thanks so much for waiting patiently. Um, so, when you're in a sticky situation, the, the answer that was meant to be was you usually call your parents. So, is there anyone you'd like to call to come and help you? My mum. Mum, come. <laughs> Round of applause for Lila as she comes up and rescues. Here we go. Oh, oh, oh. The thing about God is, is that, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Ken to the rescue as well. Ready. <laughs> This, uh, this illustration is going superbly well. <laughs> there we go. We're almost out. <laughs> there we go. Almost, almost, almost. There we go. Fantastic. Can we, uh, there we go. Fantastic. Feel free to walk down to that bo box of water there. And uh, yeah, fantastic. Can we have another massive round of applause for Henry? I just told Henry that I was going to ask him to come and stand in a box, and I didn't specify what we're going to be doing. Uh, but in a more amazing way, God, when we call on him, comes and lifts us up, and he's so much stronger than Lila and Ken. And so when he, <laughs> when he lifts us up, he rescues us from those sticky situations that we find ourselves in. And Henry, what do you say to mum and dad? Thank you, thank you. And that's exactly what we say to God. That's exactly what this psalm is all about, saying, thank you. I waited patiently on the Lord, and he heard my cry. He lifted me up out of the slimy pit and set my feet on solid tarpaulin, of solid ground. And that's what we do. We thank God, thank him for the ways. So... When you find yourself in a sticky situation, stuck in the mud, you don't know what to do, what do we need to do? Trust God, call on him, and wait for him to come and rescue us, and then let's thank him. Should we pray to finish, and then we'll have some, uh, some more prayers and a final song of worship. Father, thank you that when we call on your name, you answer. You come and rescue us. Or we choose in every single situation, whether big or or small, to trust in you, to call on you, to not rely on our own strength, on our own ideas, but to rely on you. We pray, we thank you for the ways that you do rescue us. And we'll finish with an amen with attitude. Amen. Awesome.